0: couple months later, after I have this hell encounter, I'm sleeping. And as I'm sleeping, I have a dream again. And I'm driving my car again. This time I'm driving on a different road. And as I'm driving, I crash my car. And as I crash my car, the same thing happens again as the first encounter. My spirit leaves my body again. But this time there's no like pull, there's no like descending. I'm just, as soon as I leave my body, I'm in hell. But this time, Different from the first time, I feel intense heat. The first time there was no heat, I didn't feel flames, I didn't feel any of that. This time, I feel tremendous heat to the point where it is unbearable. So my name is Andrew Agri, I'm 21 years old, and I'm actually a college student at LCU. How long have you been uh, faithfully walking with Jesus? It's been about two years now. And do you come from a religious background? Yeah, so I actually grew up in a Pentecostal house. My mom was a woman who was just very full of the spirit. I remember at a young age just seeing my mom praying in tongues and talking about the things of the spirit. And she was just someone who was just so on fire for God. And as a kid, I just didn't fully understand how someone could just be so on fire and so passionate about God. And I remember, especially when I got into high school, my mom started going even deeper in the things of God. I remember one thing that really affected our family was losing my grandmother and just seeing, like, how my mom was able to just persevere and, like, stay with God. And that really spoke volumes to me. Mm. And I just remember somewhere around my sophomore junior year of high school, my mom started having these Bible studies in the house. And, you know, like, before when it's at church, you can kind of, like, make excuses and kind of, like, avoid it. But when it's in your house, like, you, you got to go. So I remember being forced to go to these Bible studies, and it really just seeming so religious to me. Like, I never had a true relationship with God. I guess I would say I accepted Christ in about the fifth grade, Mm. but I didn't really have any true relationship with Jesus. Then when I got to college my freshman year, I just remember my mom dropping me off at school. And she was like, okay, you, you grew up in a Christian house. We've parented you, we've shown you the ways of God, we just pray that you follow Jesus. And that is not what I did my freshman year. I remember when I got to college, the first group of friends I met were not necessarily the best friends you wanna have. I remember getting introduced to drinking for the first time ever, um, going to tailgates, After that, I just started going to clubs, sneaking into clubs, getting alcohol underage. And it was just something that I was just exposed to for the first time. Because when you're at home, you're kind of like under, I guess, the mothering and the fathering of your parents. But when you're in college, it's like, whoa, like Mm. there's just like all this stuff out there. So... I just remember getting into drugs too. I remember telling myself that I would never smoke, but somehow I ended up getting into drugs and it's like when you open yourself up to the things of the world, you just start going down a path. And I was really headed down a dark path. I remember meeting another group of friends and we started throwing these house parties in. There were like two, three, four hundred people in a in a small town house. I don't even wow. know how that was possible, but I just remember police coming fights all these different things going on and i just remember thinking that like that was the life that i wanted to live Mm. because a lot of times you see like in videos and music videos and stuff like that you see oh it's all about partying it's all about smoking it's all about girls so that was the life that i wanted to live and that's what i tried to find my identity and and i remember one night this was one of the nights where i knew god was with me and it's interesting because even through all of this I still knew that God was with me. And I remember one night being so blackout drunk coming home and walking home, falling in the middle of the street, throwing up, not knowing even how we would get home. And all of a sudden, this man and woman, they just come out of nowhere and they just like, pick me up, they help me, they walk me back to my dorm. And I just knew like, that was a divine intervention. Like I knew that God had sent them to help me. And it was just little things like that where I was had the awareness of God, but I still kind of wanted to live my own life. So I remember my sophomore year, after my freshman year just being completely wasted and just drinking in parties and smoking in girls, my sophomore year started to get worse and worse and worse. Like I started going to more parties. Um, I started not going to class as much. I started hooking up with girls more. And I was just really down an even worse path than my freshman year. I remember one night that really woke me up to the reality of the sin and the things that I was living and One night, I remember it was December, and I was studying for an exam, and all of a sudden I started to get this demonic attack. I started to get very – my vision was blurry. Um, I started hearing these voices inside of my mind. My heart started being super, super fast. And because I grew up in a Christian background, I was aware of like demons and stuff like that, yeah. but I didn't fully know exactly what was going on with me, if that makes sense. So I was sitting in this room, studying for my exam, and this is happening to me, and at this point, I'm like, am I dying? Like, w- like w- what's wrong with me? And you know, like, when you get into a situation where, like, you realize, like, you need God, all of a sudden, you're gonna cry out to God. So I remember just crying out to God and just saying, Lord, like, help me, please. Like I don't want to die yet. And it's crazy because when I asked, then I told the Lord, I don't want to die yet. It wasn't because I wanted to live for him. I just had my own selfish reasons why I wanted to keep living. So I just remember after that, I that opened up a dark season in my life where I just started battling severe anxiety, panic attacks. I started battling severe depression. And there was something in me that I knew was missing. Like I had everything physically, but something deep, deep down was just missing. And it was Jesus, and I didn't know it at the time. So I remember calling a couple of my brothers in christ a couple of my christian friends and just letting them know what was going on with me and they told me god's allowing you to go through a dark season because he's trying to show you something and i kept hearing people say the same thing over and over again and i was one of those people who was just very very stubborn like i had to hear something five times just to listen so i remember after hearing it over and over again i asked the lord i said okay god i'm in a dark place right now what do i have to do to get out And I remember after praying that, and it's so crazy how God would just answer prayers supernaturally. A Couple weeks later, a friend that I wasn't really close to invites me to a Bible studies. And I go to this Bible studies, and as I'm at this Bible studies, they're talking about people, they wanna be leaders. And I don't know anything about the Bible. Why would I wanna be a leader at a Bible studies, especially in college? And all of a sudden I hear this like inner voice tell me, raise my hand. And I'm like, where did that come from? And I hear a voice again in my inside of my spirit, raise your hand. And I'm like, no. And I hear again, raise your hand. And I'm like, no. And I hear and I'm literally having this battle. Like people next to me in my seat probably think I'm crazy because I'm over here talking to myself. No, like, no. was this like an audible voice, or is just something in your spirit? No, so this was something that was just in, in inside of me. Yeah. Mm, mm. So this is something that was just inside of me. And I didn't know it was the Holy Spirit at the time, but this voice was so it was like so overwhelming to the point where I was like, okay. I'm just going to raise my hand. So I remember raising my hand and after raising my hand, going up, signing up to be a leader. And I just remember after that, the Lord just started taking me through this process of teaching me about the Bible, teaching me about the Word of God. And I remember after that happened, there was a shift that took place where the pandemic hit. And when the pandemic hit, that is when I really started to encounter the Lord. I remember being in my room by myself and I just remember just reading the Bible. And I just remember reading and reading and reading, and it was literally coming to life. And I remember as I was in this season of just starting to encounter the Lord truly just for myself, not because my parents told me to, not because a pastor told me to, but generally just because I wanted Jesus. I remember in this season, I started having these night encounters with the Lord. And I would read my Bible, I would say a quick prayer, and I would go to sleep. And this actually reminds me of the first angelic encounter that I ever had. And I remember in this encounter, I went to sleep. And as I go to sleep, I'm in this dream, and I see a man in a robe. And as I see this man in a robe, he kind of just has this heavenly presence about him. There's just, just heavenly, I guess, like, presence, like I could just tell that he was a heavenly being. So at this moment, I walk up to him and I just bow down and I start to worship him because I think it's Jesus. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is something heavenly, like it must be Jesus. And as I start worshiping this, at the time I didn't realize it was an angel, but as I start worshiping this angel, the angel looks at me and says, do not worship me. I'm not Jesus. So when he says that, there's a seriousness that he says it with. And I'm like, okay, so this isn't Jesus, but like I know this person's here for a reason. So after this happens, this person, mind you, I'm in a house in this Mm -hmm. dream where the angel is. So this angel begins to take me up the stairs. So as he takes me up the stairs, he takes me up the stairs and then he disappears. And I'm in just in this encounter with God where I I don't physically see God, but I'm aware that he's there. And as I'm in this encounter, the Lord starts just opening doors in this house and I walk through this door and then another door opens and I walk through this door and then stairs open. It's kind of like God is taking me kind of just through this puzzle. And after this happens, after about probably like 10, 15 minutes of me just going through all these doors, I finally end up in this room and as I'm in this room, I just have a knowing that Jesus is about to walk in the room, but before he walks in, I wake up, and that was God's first. Expo- that was God first exposing me to the angelic, to the supernatural realm. And I remember after that, I went downstairs and I literally ran. I remember getting out of my bed, running downstairs, and telling my parents, "Mom, mom, mom! I just had this encounter where this man in white came to me." And I remember my parents would just kind of look at me like they were shocked. Like they knew about angels and demons and stuff like that, but they didn't really have a grid to measure what I was talking about because my brothers and sisters had never had anything happen like this. So I started telling them there was this man, it was this heavenly man, he was in a robe. And as I'm telling them, they kind of just look at me like they believe me, but They kind of can't offer me the help that I need. So at this moment, I'm like, okay, maybe this isn't something I'm supposed to talk about. Maybe this isn't something that's normal. So at this point, I guess I began to feel a little bit insecure about the encounters that I started having. So from that point on, I just began to keep these things to myself. But I remember one encounter that I had that changed my life forever. And after this encounter, I was like, I have to talk to someone about this because this is getting too, too real. I remember it was a winter night in my dorm after I got back to school, and I closed my eyes. And as I closed my eyes, and it's, it's so crazy talking about this because this is actually the first time I've shared this publicly, and I feel like crying talking about this, but I remember um, closing my eyes and waking up and appearing in this place. I don't know if I was in heaven. I don't fully know exactly where I was, but I just remember seeing this bright, pure light, and— This light was brighter than the sun. Like, I know that sounds crazy to hear because the brightest thing we have on this earth is the sun. But this light is so pure. It's so perfect. It's so holy. And it's so bright. And as I see this bright light, like, I immediately just, like, fall down on my knees. You know, like the Bible says when Apostle John first saw Jesus, like he fell on his knees in Revelations, and that's exactly what happened to me. Like I literally fell down on my knees, and it was not an involuntarily thing, like it wasn't like a choice, like I fell, like I got, it was like a magnet, like the weight of his glory, really, now that I'm thinking about it, what it really was, pulled me to my knees, and as I'm on my knees, I'm just like, oh my goodness, like there's so many things racing through my mind, like, is this really happening? Like what, what is happening? I see this man walk out of this pure light and as as soon as this man walks out of this pure light I know exactly who he is nobody has to tell me there's no doubt in my mind I know it's Jesus Mm. and I'm just like oh my goodness like I'm just in awe like this is Jesus and as I'm on the ground in this vision dream whatever you want to call it he starts walking towards me, and when He walks towards me, so most of my life, I didn't really know what love was. I always thought love was how well I did or, or what my status was or how many followers I had, but all of a sudden, I see Jesus, and as He's walking towards me, and this is so crazy because I don't fully know, I can't tell you exactly what He looks like, but when this happened to me, I knew exactly who he was, and it was Jesus, and as he's walking towards me, I'm on my knees, he walks a little bit past me, and as he walks past me in this encounter, I kind of begin to feel a little bit, it's almost as if he took me back to all the times I felt neglected, all the times I felt rejected, all the times I never felt accepted in my life, and as he walks past me, I ask him a question, and I say, Lord, do you not love me? Because, because of the past that I had lived, it was very hard to understand that someone could love me after all of my mistakes. So I asked Jesus and I say, Lord, do you not love me? And when this happens, mind you, he's walked past me at this point. He turns all the way around, looks at me face to face, and I wake up. Hmm. And when I wake up, like, it just hits me everything that happened. And I realized that, you know, I I don't have this huge speech about how he said, oh, I love you so much. I, I don't have that. He didn't say anything to me, but the look was enough. Just looking in his eyes, face to face was enough. And I knew that not only God was real, not only how real he truly, truly was, but that he loved me and that he genuinely did. And after that, that was something that really, really set me on fire. But I remember even after that, I still for a long time couldn't really come out and tell anyone about it because I thought people would think I'm crazy or people wouldn't believe me about it. And it wasn't until the Holy Spirit really started convicting me about it that I began to share it with a couple of my friends and they told me that you shouldn't keep this to yourself. This is something that you should share with people. And even after that, I still didn't really wanna share. And I remember after this encounter, the enemy would still attack me and put doubtful things in my mind, like, oh, this isn't real. You made this up. And I remember after all of that season of the enemy attacking me, I remember going back to sleep one night, a couple months later. And in a dream, I see Jesus again. And I'm like, okay, at this point, like, this isn't made up. Like, this is Jesus. And like, he's trying to, he's trying to, he's doing this for a reason. He's not just doing this for fun, but he's doing this for a reason. And he's placing a call over my life. And honestly, at that point, I started to get very, very fearful because I knew that God was calling me to more than I had already been doing, but I just felt like, God, I can't handle this. God, I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna do the things that you're, you're, you want me to do. And I remember too about this second encounter with him. I just remember the color purple. And it's interesting that that's coming back to my mind now because purple, a lot of times, represents royalty. And after I came out of this second encounter, I remember falling on my face and just crying, and just crying, because I just realized how holy He was, how sinful I was as a person. And after that, that was something that really just shifted the way I looked at God, it shifted my walk with God and it just made me even more bold just to want to go out and just to witness to people about Jesus. And I remember after that, this was really just a season of encounters. I remember one night I was in my closet and I was praying, and this tangible fire, not like a, not like a you know, just like a picture, like a tangible fire comes into my closet. And the way it went was I, was, I closed my eyes, I was praying, and as I was praying, my eyes were shut, and I see this giant flame appear in front of me, and it is so real to the point where I literally flinch, I fall back, because I'm praying in my closet at this mm-hmm. time. I literally flinch back, hit my closet, and like at that moment, the encounter's over. And I'm like, did that just happen? And that was truly my first encounter with the fire of God. And after that, I was And just to clarify that this was in real life. Yeah, this was was real life vision, it wasn't a dream. Yeah, no, no, this was real life. Like I like how I'm talking to you now, like I was awake praying with my eyes closed, and this tangible fire comes in my room. And it was just something that really just struck me because I was really seeing that, okay, God is really, really, really trying to wake me up. So at this point, I was like, I got to tell somebody about this. So I remember um, calling one of my mentors who lives in the U.K., and I remember telling him about these encounters, and he told me that what was happening was actually normal and it was god just opening my eyes up to the spiritual realm and just preparing me for the supernatural and this really just led up to a season of just super supernatural encounters i remember another encounter that i want to share this was something that really really changed my life forever i remember hearing all these stories of people who went to heaven and hell and You know, I had had these encounters, of course, with angels, Jesus, and stuff like that, but I'd never had an encounter in heaven or house. So I remember just beginning to ask the Lord, like, Lord, I want another encounter with you. And I'd prayed that for a while, and nothing happened. And I feel like sometimes we pray these prayers, and we don't think that God is going to answer, but it's in His perfect timing. Like, He's never late. He's always on time. In His perfect timing, He answered that prayer. And this was one of the most supernatural things that ever happened to me. I remember one night I went to sleep, and it was it was actually a good Friday. I remember it was Good Friday of this year and as I went to sleep, I have this dream where I'm driving my car, and as I'm driving my car, I get into a car accident, right so as I get into this car accident, it's kind of like a shift. it's kind of like a movie, like you know like a movie like shift scenes, yeah so it switches it shifts scenes and now after this car accident i'm in the hospital with my family and as i'm in the hospital with my family mind you i'm this is i'm i'm sleeping while this is happening my spirit comes out of my body and as my spirit comes out of my body in the hospital i'm aware that i'm still alive i'm aware that i'm still me but now i'm not in my body and as my spirit comes in my body i feel this magnet this 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 power pull me down. So I begin to go down and I just begin falling through this like dark, the only way I can really describe it is a dark vortex. Imagine kind of like skydiving at nighttime without the fun. Mm -hmm. That's like the only way I can really describe this. And I start falling, 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 falling through this dark vortex and boom, I land in hell. And I know exactly where I am. I haven't known where I am. And in this encounter, I see these people in hell, and I have an understanding. It's kind of just like a knowing that these people aren't actual people. These people represent demonic forces. So as I'm seeing, as all this is happening to me, I'm just like, oh, my goodness, I cannot believe this is actually happening to me. So after this, as this is happening to me, I wake up in the dream. So this is something that the Lord, and I know your your head just turned. This is something that the Lord will do a lot of times in these encounters to show me that it's not just me, that these are really from him. I wake up in the dream, yet I'm still dreaming. And as I'm dreaming in this dream, I tell my family, guys, I just had a dream. Mind you, I'm still dreaming. I had this dream where I went to hell. This place is real. God just took me to hell. And when I tell them, they just have this like look on their face like, oh my goodness, like this this happened to you? So after that happens, I actually physically wake up. And when I wake up, the first thing I do, because in this dream, I was talking to my mom. The first thing I do is I pick up my phone and I call my mom and she answers on the first ring, which is that in itself is just really was, I knew it was God because it was like a randomly in the middle of the night, like she shouldn't even be awake. But she answers the phone on the first ring and I tell her, mom, 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 I just had this encounter where the Lord just took me to hell. And at this moment, I just start, I just break down. I start crying and crying and crying. And there's just so like so much weight that I'm feeling and I'm just asking God like God, why? Why why did you why did you show me this? And all of a sudden he reminds me, you prayed for this. And I remember before I even prayed for this, I told the Lord, I said, "Lord, if you do something like this, I promise that I would tell every single person that I know that this place is real." So it just hits me. And it being Good Friday, the Lord, he's so strategic. About everything he does it being good friday the lord speaks to me and he says this is why i came so that people don't have to go to that place mm. so even after all this happens I'm someone who, after I have these encounters, I always pray for a confirmation because the Lord will always confirm his word. So, in like I said, when I woke up from this encounter, the first thing I did was go on Instagram stories, and I didn't even care. I was crying. I just woke up. I probably had, like, you know, like the little saliva you have on your face when you wake up. I had all of that on my face. I didn't care. So I start telling people on my story what happened to me. So after this happens, later, I go on throughout my day. Mind you, the dream I had before I, as I went to hell was I got into a car accident, right? So I'm praying throughout my day, Lord, I just want confirmation just to make sure that these encounters are truly from you because I never want to say anything that's not from you, Lord. So as, I've been, as I'm praying this, that same exact day, I'm driving. And as I'm driving on the highway, this car fully comes into my lane and like sideswipes me, like full on, like literally like it, it literally like hits me. But it doesn't hit me to the point where like I swerve out of control. It kind of just like taps me. So after that happens, I pull off on the side of the highway, and I realize I just got into a car accident. And mind you, I've only ever been in two car accidents before, and that was one of them. I'm like, I just got into a car accident, and then it hits me. I just had a dream that I had mm. gotten to a car accident. So that was really just the Lord really just showing me and confirming to me that what happened was truly from Him. But even after all of this, even after I made that promise to the Lord, I still didn't talk about it. I made that Instagram video and I made a little video on YouTube, but I still didn't really want to talk about it because it was something that, because no one wants to be known as, no one wants to be associated with this, Mm. oh, I'm the guy who went to hell. Like nobody (laughs) wants to be associated with that. So it was still something that I was just very hesitant to share. And I remember after that happened, a couple months later, and this is something the Lord would do is a lot of times if I ignore Him on an encounter, He'll give me the same encounter again to show me that He's not playing around. Mm. So, a couple months later, after I have this hell encounter, I'm sleeping. And as I'm sleeping, I have a dream again. And I'm driving my car again. This time I'm driving on a different road. And as I'm driving, I crash my car. And as I crash my car, the same thing happens again as the first encounter my spirit leaves my body again but this time there's no like pull there's no like descending I'm just as soon as I leave my body I'm in hell but this time different from the first time I feel intense heat the first time there was no heat I didn't feel flames I didn't feel any of that this time I feel tremendous heat to the point where it is unbearable Mm. and at this moment this was the first time I had an encounter with the audible voice of God. Like I'm not talking about a still small voice, I'm talking about the audible voice of God. And as I'm in this eternal place of torment, as I'm feeling all these different emotions, this, this heat, all these different things, I hear the audible voice of the Holy Spirit speak to me. And he says, go and tell them to repent. And he says it again, go and tell them to repent. And he says the same thing over and over and over again. And at this point I'm just shocked because I understand who he is. I understand that this is God talking to me. And after he says it to me over and over again, he says it in such an angry voice too. And it's interesting because after I came out of this encounter, I couldn't fully tell you what he sounds like. But I knew that it was God talking to me. and as he's telling me this after he tells me go tell them to repent go tell them to repent go tell them to repent my spirit comes back in my body I continue the rest of the dream I tell my friends guys I just had a dream it's like the same dream of the first dream i tell them guys I just had a dream where I went to hell and I heard the audible voice of God and they look at me and they're shocked and after that happens I wake up and I remember the first thing I did is I ran downstairs and I told my friend I said bro God just took me back to hell again and he's not playing, like, like he is serious about this. And it was something that really just took me back. I just remember just not knowing what to do after that because I had made that promise to God that I would share about it, but at the same time too, like, I just still feel kinda like I'm weird about these, 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 I'm weird, I feel weird having these encounters. So I remember calling my spiritual father, and telling him about these, these encounters. And I remember him just you know, telling me it was okay, it was normal, that God was exposing this to me for a reason. And I remember one day we were in a service and he called me up, he didn't tell me he was going to do this, he called me up, told me to get on the mic and share my testimony and what happened to me. And I was just like, oh my goodness. But it was in that moment that the Holy Spirit took over and he spoke out of me and from then on, I knew that God was showing me this to warn my generation, because a lot of our generation doesn't believe in Jesus. They don't believe in the afterlife. They don't believe, and even Christians too, we don't, we we hear about heaven and hell, but a lot of times we don't really think about how real these actual places are. And that's why I'm here today. I believe God brought me to share all of this because he wants me to let people know that not only is it real from a heaven and hell perspective, but like how real the supernatural realm is and how as believers we all have access to that because of what Jesus has done. And that I pray that this video opens the eyes of people and that they see that not only is God real, but how personal he is and that he wants to encounter every single person in their own individual way. And it may not be the way that I had these encounters, but God has special encounters that he wants you to have with him. Now, Andrew, for for people who are watching and you know want to have even that thirst or, or want to experience these things and, and they need some you know some exact things to do, what what's, what comes to your mind for that person who's like, man, I want that. I want to experience that. What can I do? What do you recommend I do? What can you tell that person? Yeah, I would say um, one thing is number one, God isn't always necessarily after us having these supernatural encounters. He's after intimacy. But from that place of intimacy opens that supernatural realm. So I would say for someone who is hungering and thirsting for more of encounters with God, I would say it all starts in the secret place. Everything encounters are built in the secret place. So I would say for that person... Build that intimacy with the Lord. You know, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. So sometimes a lot of times God is looking for us to ask, but he's also looking for us to have that intimacy with him. Because he's a supernatural God, he wants to encounter us in a supernatural way. Yeah. So by you building that intimacy, by you spending that time with him in his own way, he will reveal himself to you. So that's what I would say for anyone who's wants and is longing for these encounters. And I want to let you know, too, like this is available to everyone. Like One thing that I've got from all these encounters that the Lord wants me to tell you watching this is that this is available to you. I hear the Lord saying that, tell my people there's more. There's so much more for them. So, Now, uh, how old did you say you were? Uh, 21. 21. Yeah. So in, in your 21 years of, of life, what can you say Jesus has done for you? Um, I would say he's completely changed my life. Um, he brought me from a place of brokenness, a place of depression, a place of addiction. And he really just supernaturally, like kind of like a Paul on the road to Damascus, he supernaturally just changed my life. And he's just done so much for me and I'm just forever grateful for it. And he's just, he's given me hope. He's given me purpose. He's given me identity. And he's given me that fulfillment that I've always had been looking for that I couldn't find anywhere else.